This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 9.33 on this Sunday morning. Thanks so much for being with us. We've been talking about the wildfires currently burning in B.C. We've been talking a lot about the frontline firefighters, those who are working to contain the fires, uh, the thousands of people who are now under both evacuation alerts and evacuation orders. And uh, what happens, though, when health becomes an issue? And what role do paramedics play in a state of emergency such as we're seeing in BC right now. Well, Joe Acker is an advanced care paramedic. He also provides leadership to paramedics on the front lines, and he's also been involved in the deployments to the fire areas. Joe Acker, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Good morning, Jill. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Uh, What role do paramedics or are paramedics playing right now during the state of emergency? Well, of course, the primary role of paramedics is still to be able to respond to 911 calls as they come in for life-threatening and critical illness or injury. So, of course, they're doing that not only in the fire-affected areas, but right across the province. Uh, We also have paramedics that are standing by at uh, fires for the uh, support of the firefighters uh, to to ensure that they're hydrated and and to take care of them if something else uh, happens. And a big part of what we're doing right now is pre-planning for both evacuations as they come up in different uh, hospitals and long-term care facilities, but also getting patients back to the communities as soon as we're able to. And are, are paramedics involved as well, or have we seen, uh, when it comes to evacuation orders, getting people out, patients out, and people who are in long-term care facilities and that kind of thing? Absolutely. We get, we get ahead of this, so we work with our health partners. Uh, we've activated our Provincial Emergency Operations Centre in Vancouver, and that's where I've been the director. And we have two district uh, emergency operations centres, one in Prince George and one in Kamloops. And we work with health to try and get ahead of any evacuation orders. So as soon as there's some risk, uh, we work with health to clean, uh, to clear out the hospitals, the long-term care facilities, anybody who needs an ambulance, um, as well as the, the walking patients. So they're out before the rest of the community is and taking care of in other areas. And is it a challenge finding space in other areas, uh, finding places to take them? Uh, as this situation uh, continues, it definitely will be. So far, the health authorities have responded incredibly well. Uh, we've provided a lot of extra ambulance resources to, to ensure that the patients are moved properly. Uh, but, of course, uh, the communities can only accommodate so much. So we're starting to look uh, across the province at other facilities to, to move patients to, particularly those that need higher level of care. And some of those patients are moving down to the lower mainland. And uh, we're even, in fact, doing some advanced planning with Alberta to see if there's any needs uh, as they come up. Uh, because the logistics, I would imagine, it's it's difficult enough for people who don't have any health issues to suddenly f- find themselves in a place where they have moments to get what they can and to, to get out of an area. Uh, the logistics of moving people with severe health health needs must pose quite a challenge. Absolutely. The logistics are extremely complicated, uh, but fortunately we've got a lot of terrific people across all organizations working on this, including the Canadian military, who's uh, provided a lot of air assets in the case that we need to use them. Uh, We haven't yet, but we are prepared to both move ambulances and patients as necessary uh, in in large aircraft from the Canadian forces. We also have patients, as you can imagine, that have uh, complex long-term illness or injuries, things like cancer and uh, renal problems that get displaced to other communities and then they need to access those uh, regular services um, in different places. So that's that's creating a challenge on our health system as well. Uh, and have you been dealing with people, uh, are there concerns or have there been health concerns with people in the, the fire zones uh, dealing with, with, with things because of the fires, whether it's smoke inhalation, uh, anxiety, that kind of thing? Absolutely. There, there are cases, of course, where patients have um, either experienced 
exerted themselves where they wouldn't normally. Of course, they're packing and they're getting prepared to leave, and that creates things like chest pain, shortness of breath. Um, but fortunately, those are, are quite low. People have been very resilient. Uh, the communities have supported each other. All of the emergency services partners, so fire, police, and ambulance, are all working together to take care of patients. And I would say that uh, we haven't seen extreme numbers of increases in ambulance calls in any of the communities um, in the fire-affected areas or even outside. Oh, well, that, that is some good news. It's great news, yes. Uh, and what about access? When we talk about roads being closed down and access to certain areas being restricted, does that make it more difficult as well for paramedics? It definitely uh, increases our response times to areas where there's a lot of traffic or roads that need to be reopened for us. We do work with uh, police and with the firefighters to ensure that ambulances can get into every community uh, where it's safe to do so. We don't put our paramedics into unsafe situations. Um, but so far, we've, we've been extremely successful in getting to the areas that we need to. In some cases, we've had to move ambulance stations uh, in fire-affected areas where there's been evacuations or evacuation alerts. So we've relocated our ambulance stations to other communities. Uh, we haven't lost any to fire, which is fantastic. Um, but we are doing everything we can to ensure that our operations are working as normal as possible. And what about paramedic fatigue? We've talked about even in the best of scenarios uh, in smaller communities in BC, sometimes there's a, a lack of even just a number of paramedics. What about the fatigue now that everybody has to ramp up and deal with this? This is a major consideration of our, our leaders and certainly what we're doing to, to try and plan. Uh, in advance and mitigate this. This could be a, a long-term situation, so we're very concerned about paramedic fatigue. We've uh, rotated some paramedics through from the lower mainland up into the fire-affected areas. We've got 14 more ambulances available in those areas and staff that are going up all the time. We're also leveraging the interior northern um, paramedics to, to come down and help out where they can. Paramedics are extremely, this is what paramedics do. They, they step up to support their community. Uh, they want to be doing this, and uh, we have to make sure sometimes that we we watch their, their both mental health, physical health, and their fatigue uh, because they want to keep going 24 hours a day and we have to give them some rest breaks. So, so far, we're able to accommodate this by moving patients around, the, or paramedics, sorry, around the province as the benefit of having a provincial system. But as this uh, goes longer term, we're definitely going to have to be creative in how we do this. And because we are talking about the fact that it is only July 16th and it looks like this is going to be a very long summer when it comes to wildfires. Absolutely. And, uh, and paramedic fatigue, not only for the fire-affected areas, but certainly right across the province over summers so that we see lots of festivals and other activities where a call volumes increase uh, is definitely on the forefront of our planning right now. Joe Acker, thank you so much for joining us, uh, for talking us, uh, to us about this this morning. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Jill. Appreciate your time and interest. All right. That is uh, Joe Acker. He is uh, an advanced care paramedic. He also provides leadership when it comes to paramedics on the front lines and uh, specifically right now dealing with the wildfires and their involvement in the wildfire areas. Uh, Speaking of that, when we come back after a short break, uh, we are going to check in, uh, listen to some of the comments from Walt Cobb. He is the mayor of Williams Lake. As you know, an evacuation order put into place at 6 p.m. yesterday that led to a mass leaving of the city. We'll talk to Walt Cobb and see what things look like this morning in Williams Lake. So stick with us here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.